Hey, horrible friends. Thanks for stopping by and, you know, potentially having a horrible time with us. Just want to say sorry for the weird audio bits through this. We uh, kind of came back from a bit of a break and had some technical difficulties, but uh, we fix it about mm, 15 minutes in. So if you want to just skip to there, it doesn't really matter. But the best parts of the beginning, I guess, maybe the end, whatever. Have fun. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Horrible Friends, a podcast in book club format about horror movies. And this week we have You Should Have Left from 2020 starring our favorite actor, Kevin Blaken. Bacon, Blaken, Bacon. Starting off, I'm Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And the way this thing is going to work is we're going to give you a little bit of history. We're going to give you the plot rundown of the movie. And then we're going to wrap it up in a nice little bow at the end with our... Uh, spoopometer uh so starting off dan what give us some history of this absolutely lovely film oh my god do i have to like do we actually have to pretend that this movie has any <laughs> is history? there history <laughs> no, no there's no history some pe- some guy just woke up and like got some people together and was like hey you want like a movie you guys, uh, you guys like social distancing how about in a cabin in wales <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a cabin it's hell Oh my god, and it's the, you know what, no, sorry, hang on, let's just do this. So our director and writer for this uh, movie is David Cope. Uh, David Cope is known for, he, he's done the screenplay and directed Secret Window. He did the screenplay for Toy Soldiers, for Jurassic Park, for Spider-Man, for, uh, he wrote Panic Room, or he was one of the writers on it. So he's done a lot. The man who birthed the leader of the Gorgonites is responsible for this abortion of a film. <laughs> yes, sadly. Why? <sighs> that hurts. I don't know. Like it, it it's kind of a strange feeling. Never yeah, makes you feel any better. He yeah, also that's wrote right. uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So that oh, so it's it's been a downward trend for a while. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that helps a little. And Mordecai, everyone remembers Mordecai, right? Mordecai, baby. Sorry, that's a cabin in the woods reference. Yeah. It was. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Chris. What the fucking Mordecai? Sorry, I'm eating. Uh, it was a no, y- it's bad you, Dan. Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> it's you, Dan. Dan. You're still doing the history. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> eating. Who I is just... that? <laughs> oh my go, God. go ahead chris uh, it was just a bad movie johnny depp in like 2008 i think or something anyway dan when you're done eating you can go ahead and <laughs> we started the podcast that he knows right after the intro was his history <laughs> well this is probably a good time to have a three-course meal. Well, <laughs> let me put down my salad fork and move on to the dinner <laughs> fork. Look, boys, it's couscous, all right? Ooh. But man's having greens. It's a grain, sir. I don't know if any of this is usable yet. I don't know. <laughs> like, no. Right. Kyle, take us back to the beginning. Nah. So, yes, um, our Gorgonite creating man and morbius or whatever mordecai baby um yes so uh other mordecai baby mordecai (laughs) baby god that movie's so good can we just talk about that movie (laughs) no this is a good one though we should continue talking about the listeners deserve this 
All right. Do they? <laughs> what did they do, do wrong? Because <laughs> so we're sparing them from having to actually watch it. <laughs> you know how we? You know how we had one listener before. We're about to have one less. Um, we're all about self-flagellation here at Horrible Friends. <laughs> you deserve this. You've all been bad. <laughs> so, other 2020 horror movies that we certainly could have watched. Um, there, there really aren't that many good movies. You know, there was like some that happened in 2020. I don't really know what, but like it just seems like things just came to a halt. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it's, nothing happened. Yeah, just like everybody just took a vacation or something. Really weird. Um, so other 2020 horror movies. I mean, Life. You could have just like lived, and it would have been scarier <laughs> than this. Uh, the Dark and the Wicked. That's a movie that came out. The Invisible Man. Um, and and. His house? Oh, I know his house. That's right. I his house, that. yeah. Yeah, I didn't see his house, but I heard it was It's not the Invisible Man, Invisible Man and his house. And his house. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! My face! <laughs> what is this? Oh, right. I can't see it. Oh, uh... A 90 degree <laughs> angle? too? <laughs> no, his... blind man? No, his no, house is invisible. It's invisible! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> The Invisible Man can't see himself, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> Did we make up these rules? <laughs> Is life worth episode. living if you can't see your wiener? <laughs> <laughs> like, not that it's not there. It's just like, you can't, like, you can't just no smile one, at it. Like, look no at one, you. No oh one could God. ever discredit you for the length, I guess. You'd just be like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's big as hell. Tell me it ain't. It's three inches, you know? <laughs> what are you going to say about it? Three inches of hell at 100 miles an hour, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so again, the budget for this is um, four, $4 million. Uh, the box office, again, question mark. Um, it just, you know, it felt lazy. You know, they did they not put it in theaters? Did they just know it wasn't going to be good? Come on. Nothing We're, happened in 2020. Yeah. So what is up with that? Well, I think it... I, 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 legitimately i think it probably went direct to streaming service because i think that was the direction a lot of people were taking given the year i don't know what you mean by that but i I mean i guess sure (laughs) um the runtime for this is 93 minutes so quick watch uh not quick enough but quick the filming location was in lambister radnorshire Wales, um, I believe I pronounced that correct. Sure, doesn't sound like America, so it's all made up. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, little fun fact for you guys, and I, I think I think all of us would have liked this, and I'm sure some of you probably know this, but this was originally supposed to be Nicolas Cage that was in this movie. Of course, it was. Fucking, of course, it was. I could see that. Would it have made this movie better? I would have been more entertained. No. I I would expect it more, you know. I I don't yeah. know. I, from a casting perspective, it was it was an odd choice for Kevin Bacon in his body of work. But I mean, he he has kind of a, a strange relationship with horror flicks, right? Some very good, some just tremendously bad. He's been in some. Uh, the Darkness was a film that was out some years before this, and it was pretty universally despised. Um, I think this kind of falls into that category rather than his early heydays of say tremor. 
so our taglines for this. All right, here's our taglines. Oh boy. The house finds you. In Soviet Russia. <laughs> house find you. It's a I mean it's a really good system for Airbnb. Like the house, like yeah. it's like, hey, don't even worry about it. Like, I've got it. That's you know maximum what? profit, baby. That would be really nice. That'd be like a very comforting thing. Like, and I gotta find somewhere to stay. Oh, it's right here. You're telling me this demon will evict everyone in it, and it will do its own booking. Fucking sold. And for those reasons, I'm in. (laughs) Well, for For all the reasons, give you the five hundred thousand dollars and the ten percent you're looking for. For for all the reasons that I'm about to have Kyle explain. Uh, I'm out. So, Kyle, please take it away. Well, thanks, Dad. So, let's talk about this movie. Starting off, maybe you should have... Maybe you should have left this podcast. You know what? Because at this point, you might as well. I guess it's been great. (laughs) Have a good one. First thing I wrote on my paper, I appreciate the title telling me I shouldn't watch this movie. (laughs) First thing I wrote. That's And it's a totally fair thing to write because we start out with uh, Theodore Conroy, uh, Teddy. You know, Kevin Bacon. Theo! Uh, Theo? Oh, yeah, I guess we go Theo. He goes Theo. Ah, whatever. So Teddy uh, is a retired banker married to a younger woman, Susanna. Uh, So she's she's an actress. Uh, He goes to see her at a... um, at a set and their relationship's kind of weird uh he's he's very like standoffish and is like everybody knows me but i don't want them to know me and you're not sure why you're like eh, whatever so they go to the set uh after leaving the most beautiful home i think that we've seen like the most beautiful picturesque la uh home with the uh with the uh infinity pool on the outside it, it, it crazy uh, he's denied entry at the set, and while he's waiting, the, the guy who's denied him supposedly uh, knows him, has seen him, knows what he did, knows what he did, and never just like, oh, what what did he do? Uh, well, uh, what he did was w- become a, a straight up cuck because he decided just to sit there and listen to his uh, girlfriend, wife, uh, baby, Get dicked baby on down right in the car, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, so he, who is very way too guy. young for him, by the way. Yeah, like, she's very way young. too young. The, the the running theme in this film is that Kevin Bacon is old, and would you believe it? He very well just might be old. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the old young relationship tonality, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not, not a new. Bad thing. He's not really no. that old, and it's noticeable. I, yes, but for the relationship, yeah, they they played it up. He's he's old. Um. Yeah, versus versus Amanda Seyfried, who plays his wife. So yeah. it's 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 a noticeable age gap. Who yeah. is awesome? What a great yeah, actress. she's she's good. Yeah, yeah she's fantastic. Great, probably the nope, definitely the best actor besides. Yeah, I, no, I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think Kevin Bacon tried in this role at no. all. Like, I think he was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> How much money? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm gonna go controversial early, guys. Ooh, um, okay. I personally think the novelty of Kevin Bacon has worn off. And I wrote that down fully knowing that Chris was going to gasp probably off like of his mic, but I I just I don't actually get didn't it. gasp. No? No. I know, I know you're a big Kevin Bacon guy. I mean, I like uh, his older movies. I haven't really cared too much about the newer stuff, except like when he was in uh, X-Men First Class. 
I, I agree with you, Jarvis. I think I think he's an actor who's a little overhyped for uh, a lot overhyped for who he is. A little past his prime. Still, still good, still enjoyable. But like, yeah, some of the film choices lately, I've just I I, I can't hop on. Like, just the the nature of being Kevin Bacon does not save this film. <laughs> I agree, and I, I think that's what it, what they tried to do. They were like, okay, we have this film, and we're gonna go ahead and put Kevin Bacon. Everyone's like, okay, Kevin Bacon. How many other people? Uh, one and a half. Oh, weird. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but. Anyway, so yeah, we that is a, 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 reoccur- a reoccurring role in this film is his daughter. He does have a daughter. They play around. They're very cute family, kind of family unit, I guess. Um, so, uh, Susanna later she she go ahead and and I'm gonna call her Susie. So Susie uh, uh, apologizes to to Teddy. Um, attributing I'm just I'm butchering the names on purpose. Apologies, but I'm not going to apologize. Uh, so. She says, like, oh, don't worry about it. It's not really a big thing. It's just a sex scene. Uh, and also, they should have put you on the approval list. And I definitely did. And she definitely didn't. And, um, yeah. And then she she jokes around and says, like, oh, yeah, well, they, they just think you're dangerous. That's why. And then he's like, you, you're you not supposed to like that. Yes, I think she is. I think she is supposed to like the dangerous part. She's like a quintessential uh, movie star younger person like liking the the, the dangerous folks right That's the really bad boy perfect. aesthetic yeah, yeah. Um, hey man oh I, I have a feeling oj got laid at some point after the trial right oh oh for certain you know what i'm Not saying at some point so. like every day he was available yeah <laughs> um so they, they go ahead and and they leave the set because he's all he's all sad and mad and whatever and uh they go to the make out point and they decide to actually make out uh, and <laughs> make out point. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this um, is this is peak cringe LA couple so right cringy. in front of us, right? Because they're they're like fucking in the front seat of a Bentley over the LA skyline talking about come away with me. Get fucked. Okay? Like yeah. that... I, just, I just want you to leave with me. Where? Uh, uh well, to paradise uh, where we're back millionaires. To our house because yeah. we own a, a mansion. Yeah. Fuck right. you. Yeah, I love rich people. Yeah, it's it's they're so relatable. Uh, I totally get it. And yeah, uh, so they they go ahead and book that that vacation out to Wales. Uh, it's it's wait, pause. Can yep. can we talk about the awful CGI car? Did anybody else see that? Uh, I don't think I did. So it's no, when uh, I I already kind of was slowly not paying attention. <laughs> slowly <laughs> this early, huh? This yeah. is like minute twelve. Not even. Yeah. So so when they're driving their car, they almost get into an accident, right? As they're like going up the countryside to go to their house or mansion or whatever. Oh yes. In Wales. Okay. And like as they avoid the car that almost hits them, it like veers in the background and it is awful CGI. Like it looks like a sci fi channel movie CGI. Like it's it's so bad. Well, key takeaway there is, had it been Nick Cage, it would have been two real cars. Nick Cage does his own stunts. <laughs> right. And he him would have just been the screaming. One, he would have been the one driving the car that crashes behind him and the car that he's in now. Yeah, Simultaneously. 100%. Yeah, 100%. yeah. I think this, this would have been, been a totally different movie. Yeah. I think this would have been like part two of, um, oh, fuck. What was that movie? I always think of that one Nick Cage movie that we did um, during the month of Cage. Color Purple? No, it was the bad. <laughs> no, that, that was that, it. 
<laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. It wasn't oh Mandy. God. It wasn't color purple. It was, no, no, it wasn't the color purple. That's the joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the color purple. It was Nick Cage and, and Oprah Winfrey. No, I know. Um, <laughs> Pay the ghost. Yeah, that's it. Pay the ghost. I feel like this could have been the sequel to Pay the Ghost for Nick Cage. Fuck. Couldn't remember the name of it. Anyway, color purple. <laughs> quintessential uh, quintessential black actor Nick Cage in the color purple. <laughs> oh my god. For that's 200 it. years, that word's been keeping us down. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what what I uh, was alluding to was the the movie. Uh, what was it? The Color Beyond or something like that? Or the, the Color Out of Space? There we go. There you go. <laughs> no, it's the color purple. <laughs> it's definitely the color purple. It was a lot of shades of purple. I mean, if we're being fair, <laughs> there was a lot of purple. There was a purple llama. There was a purple Nick Cage. There was a purple house. There was a lot of purple. Honestly. It, it it was probably more of the color purple than the actual movie, the color purple. Honestly, it might be a better movie than the color purple. Definitely okay. more impactful. Anyway, no, I quit. no, nobody, <laughs> nobody. I quit. I'm done. I mean, they did talk about llama milk. <laughs> they did milk. talk about oh. alpaca milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty impactful. Uh, anyway, so they they go ahead and book this uh, vacation to Wales and they go inside the house uh, and it's a beautiful countryside and the inside of the house immediately they're like oh this house is so much bigger on the inside Th- this is uh, not so subtle by the way foreshadowing it's like darkness has already shown upon this that's how deep the shadow is it is not foreshadowing it's like 10 shadowing um, so Time passed. They, they do their thing like normal. They go to bed. And before they, they head out, Teddy goes ahead and, and heads out to this one room. He's exploring because lights won't turn off. And he's like flipping switches. He finds a, a picture and whatnot. And he's moving around the house. He comes to bed and he's like, oh, it's been like 10 minutes. No big deal. And uh, his uh, so Susie, Susie's like, she was ready to watch a, a show. And she's passed out. And he comes in and scares the shit out of her. Like she's passed out fully asleep. And he's like, oh, it's only been like two minutes. It, it went from like 10 p.m. to like 3 a.m. or something like that. So time passes weird in the house. Huh, weird. Uh, apparently neither one of them also made the booking. One of the, the, the I, I don't know if that's true or not. She, she believed that she made the booking. Anyway. It's the ugliest uh, fucking house I've ever seen. It's on so the countryside modern. of Wales. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's weird. I don't like it either. It could have how do you think castle how do you think they pitched this movie you know <clears throat> i like to think the, or no I, I, <laughs> I honestly don't think they pitched it at all i feel like they saw that this guy wrote a script mm-hmm. and they like well he did write those good movies what about the other one no no, no just give him the money uh, i feel like movies were easier to pitch over zoom but I, I like to think of like the pitch going a little bit like Kevin Bacon has a dark past and a complicated relationship with unfamiliar light switches in an Airbnb <laughs> with its own dark secret. A cool older husband who's foregone being an old curmudgeon for being a hot older dad with abs. I, I, I like to think it's a little bit like that, except yeah, it know, was Nick Cage. If you would have put Rob <laughs> Schneider there, you definitely could have had like a South Park. That could have been fun. Going it's Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider is in the countryside of Wales and his <laughs> marriage is on a downturn. He's going to explore p- time paradoxes while journaling about his grumpies. 
Rob Schneider is, you should have left. Ready, PG-13. Let's see if these hilarious hijinks can save him from the crotchety old cousin Beazelbub. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys talking about uh, Budget Freddy Krueger? Because we do meet Budget Freddy Krueger in this one as well. Can't Uh, wait to talk Budget Freddy Krueger. Yeah, uh, we, we meet him... We met him earlier in the movie, but he's comes and he's coming and going at this point. But he's, uh, we'll, we'll figure that part out later. Yeah, but like, the, and and that's how we're introduced to like you know this shitty old cranky ghost guy. And I was wondering, I was like, is this really going to be the antagonist of the film? I didn't know if that was like supposed to be his dad because all the dreams are like subconscious, you know, projections of guilt. So anyway, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be hundred percent. I thought that that was, <laughs> I thought that that was Kevin Bacon from the beginning. I was like, oh, that's Kevin sure. Bacon, You're right? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it immediately. I was like, okay, so this is Kevin Bacon in makeup? So, so that's just Kevin Bacon then? No, no, <laughs> no, no, not not until it's Kevin Bacon. Excuse me? Uh, yeah, so uh, Ella sees a shadow. That's El- that's the daughter, by the way. Uh, Ella sees a shadow of the man on the wall when she's doing little, uh, you know, uh, hand puppets or whatever. And um, the next morning... Teddy's writing in his meditation journal, his his grumpy his grumpy gills. So the next morning, uh, Teddy's passed out way too late, and he wakes up and gets all grumpy because he he receives a note from Ella. At least it seems like it's from Ella, and it says, "Sleepy man, I'm I'm going. We're, we went out for a walk because you decided to, uh, because you decided to sleep in so late." And then he gets like really mad. He's like, mm, "I gotta go write in my book." Is this a normal reaction from a human? No, not a human, <laughs> but a dad. Like, no, 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 but as, as a dad, uh, Jarvis, you're the only one here. Um, your children and wife decide to leave to go on a walk by themselves and let you sleep in. How mad are you? That no, That is a red herring, my friend. No, that, it, it is never, it is never without... It's it's there's there's always a second side to that blade, okay? Like that what uh, what what happens is, you know, after you have your coffee at 11 or fucking noon, you know, they come back and it's like, "Oh, well, welcome to the fucking house." <laughs> you we've already done X, Y, and Z. Um so get to fucking work. Oh, and so it's just it's that kind of interaction for the rest of the day. I gotcha. Yeah, man. You gotta go write them grumpies down. Such so, an LA lifestyle fucking thing, by the way. Your 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 what was it? His feelings journal? His it was a meditation journal. That's see, that's even worse. Okay. Yeah. So he writes down his 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 frushties down at his little meditation book. And uh Ella and Susie go out for the walk and they're going through the woods and, and Ella falls out of a tree, but not really. And she's like, Why do people hate daddy? And uh She's like, well, you know, he did stuff. And then she goes ahead and just gets easily coerced by this child to explain why their dad is a pariah. And the kid's like, but why? And usually you answer with the answer is like, because rainbows and and colors and whatever, you know, like just just say anything. The kid's going to be like, no, okay," or or going to ask why again. She goes into details. Oh, well, you know, daddy's ex-wife. You remember her? She died, remember? Oh, yeah, you do remember that she died. How did she die again? And the kid's like, she drowned. I... Yep. This is a weird conversation. Like, she's so easily <laughs> coerced by this child. You actually expected her to outthink 
a seven-year-old. <laughs> this I, is the kid that gets candy at the grocery store every time they go to the checkout line. Yeah. Uh, you know what we think about candy? Oh, it's not good for you, but I do like it. Oh, that's a good point. Go ahead and put it in the basket. Good point. Okay, well, that's... You know what? Clear the shelf. <laughs> Buy it all. Some kids are natural salesmen. This, uh, this kid's Ella, gotta go. Ella is one. Uh, so... Uh, he, at the same time, he's he's grumpy. Teddy's grumpy. He goes down to the the tiny Wales town that that they're staying at, and he buys uh, in what is probably the best scene uh, all their groceries for the week. Just the I need butter, and the guy gets up and he grabs the butter and he comes comes back and he's like, okay, I also need bread, and he gets up and every time that he's about to give the whole list, he just <laughs> comically stands back up and goes to grab. This is a man who knows how to waste time perfectly. Chris, you worked in the in the grocer business for a number of years. I was wondering if you have ever had kind of a similar customer relations experience when you were just so over dealing with a customer that you kind of took this route with them to show your disinterest. You know, the thought came across my mind once or twice, but uh, actually did not act on any of those impulses. Employee of the month, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> true upstanding american citizen this this one time um when i was working at a grocery store um this lady pooped herself she was just like and she was wearing white oh yeah it's a bad day it was a bad day and it was at the checkout line she was just like oh god no (laughs) (laughs) wow that sucks did you okay did you get to be the guy who no. leaned in real close to the microphone oh. and went, clean up on <laughs> checkout three. God, I wish. Damn it, man. That's that's what dreams are made of. How about how about that uh that like xenophobic uh comment? He's like, I don't I don't I don't speak Welsh. Yeah, immediately. Is it xenophobic yeah. or is it just stupid? I'm not sure. It's like Yeah, it, it's he played a good like American tourist. He, like, heard, yeah, we, he heard words said in not the exact dialect and or like way of phrasing it. And he was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> He's like, no, I only speak English. I'm speaking English. <laughs> we don't speak that jabber jolly bullshit. That's all we're saying. Uh, that That's unfortunate. I've never worked at a, uh, at a grocer. So I'm, I'm going to say that what I believe to be true is this shopkeeper is the best shopkeeper in the world. And he knows exactly how to waste time and how to uh, get everything. uh, Just make the person annoyed just enough. And so Theo buys all these things, Teddy. And he's like, can I get some change back? And he goes, Oh, it'll be credit, not change. And he's like, okay, sure. And then he goes, Oh, here's a parting gift and gives him a uh, drafting triangle. So he can measure the 90 degree angles in the house, uh, because apparently everybody knows whoever owns the house. Uh, Stetler, as we learn, is the owner of the house. And um, he just says, go measure the 90 degree angles in the house, which is like, that's a fun little game that a whole town can play with the foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe in right angles here in Wales. I mean, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this this whole movie's like just the USA versus the metric system. I'm I'm convinced that's what like the underlying yes. subplot is. That, that, that's the underlying subplot. Yeah, it's the only thing I can get behind in the whole movie. That is fair. Uh, so they he goes back home. Uh, he is greeted with his uh, with his child and his wife, and uh, she's like, "I told the child immediately as soon as he walks." In, like I told I told her everything, and he's like, "Okay, go ahead." Tell me exactly what it is. She's like, I don't exactly know what I said. Okay, that's fair. He's very upset that she she decided to tell the story when he was going to try to tell the story and make it look good for him. You know, this kind of controlling relationship, but whatever. Uh, it's a pretty deep part of his past. Yeah, uh, I mean, he he had he had ideas for it. They, you know, they're it. It's done. It happened. But I, I understand the frustration there. Yeah, I, I get it. It's just a. It, in my mind, he just like he wanted to be seen in the way that he saw it happening, which uh, we learn may not be the right way. Mm, but fair way. point. Yeah, um, he had a story so, to stick to. Yeah, they they get it, they go in a, in a actually a pretty well versed and funny back and forth with with each other. This is actually a pretty good scene uh, with how shitty they were with each other. Uh, I, I think I audibly laughed. Like this was more of a comedy thriller than it was a horror thriller in my mind. I was very confused with now the. The Kevin Bacon being like uh, distrustworthy of her, like that kind of fell in line with how he was throughout the the movie, like even in the beginning. But like when when things like not to skip ahead, but like when things came to fruition, um, and we we find out, you know, his fears are true. Like that just felt so strange in the writing. No. Well, 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 early, even early on, like one of my first notes is this, this bits is cheating because she, she was cagey about him offering to come visit her uh, on site for her, you know, the next part of the movie filming. Um, And it was, it was obvious. It was subtle, but it was obvious. So initially I I knew that was kind of the direction they were heading. Uh, Okay. Maybe I just kind of, I might've missed that. No, yeah, no, I get it though, but it it's also like I I don't think that I would. I, damn, would you would you go to your wife's uh job and just like hang out there? Like I I would also be kind of weird about offering that kind of experience, I guess, or being like, yeah, I guess you, you can come by, but I guess they are in the same film industry. Either way, it it seemed uh I don't disagree. It seemed a little odd, but towards the end of the movie i guess it makes more sense it was a little pushed and a little i felt i felt like he was very i felt like he was more strange about the whole situation than she was like he was very much like you're i think he literally said you're an actress and that's the reason i can't trust you and that was just like very jarring to me where i'm just like that logic doesn't really line up to me johnny depp made the whole world think that he was a pirate so that's why he should have (laughs) lost he should have lost his legal suit against Amber Heard. Wasn't Teddy also a, a an actor or something? He was, he was a banker. Banker. Yeah, he, he right. was not banker, in the film industry. Yeah. Right, because he it was all televised. That's yeah, he was like was, a venture yeah. capitalist. Fair enough. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we we get um we we get a scene just shortly after this of uh Susie's go ahead and taking a bath and Theo has now sunk down to, to checking the phones he's he's looking at her phone he's looking at her tablet trying to sneak in whatever text messages that she might have and 
he doesn't i don't think he really finds anything and then uh this is a really weird scene it's just also poorly acted he's like are you done yet and she's like i can't hear you you could talk to me and he's like no no it's okay i'm done anyway i'm gonna continue to talk to you and she's like i still honestly can't hear you you should really come in here <laughs> I, I think it was honestly right on character because like theo even snoops like a boomer you know what I mean? Like this is how I this this was how like I this is how I envisioned my mom reading like my MySpace messages back in the day. You know, my he, he didn't he didn't look for the hidden files. Yeah, and he's just talking to her through the whole thing. I could see him like taking his glasses from like his eyes and putting them closer to his nose, and then like trying to put them <laughs> doing the squints. Yeah, doing <laughs> the squints. <laughs> from uh, visually though. Um, they made some pretty neat parables between his past and kind of the image with uh, Susanna in the tub, right? Going back to what Dan was saying about his mistrust of just generally distrusting uh, both his wives or, or really Amanda Seyfried's character. But, you know, the fact that she's in the bathtub while he's acting out on his uh, trust issues Uh when he, you know, oh, sure, yeah. the, the ex-wife dying in the bathtub. I thought that was kind of an interesting, uh, purposeful yeah. visual. It was good imagery, I thought. Yes, I agree. And I think that the, I, I think it leads to the scene where it's trying to get a little, a little bit of horror up in here. And so they, they go to bed and he wakes up in the middle of the night and uh, runs. This is where we start seeing that the rest of the house, he ends up finding like a, a secret bookshelf uh, and he goes behind it uh, or into a doorway that pops up and you start to see some of the the thriller and the, the horror aspects here the, and they're just kind of generic he goes down long hallways and then he finds uh, at the end of the hallway his uh ella daughter uh blue purple whatever color she is because apparently she also has drowned and he brings her up or he's about to bring her upstairs and decides no no no, this is a dream slaps himself a couple times and then we get a pretty I think it was a decent effect of him like slitting his own wrist uh, and then going for like slitting his own neck. That was, it was a pretty, it, it was good. I would say it was arguably good. Right. Fucking hate the wrists, man. I Always know. with the wrist slitting. Yeah, it's, it's a good I'm movie for Mainly you. what I thought of. Ah, oh, yeah. That part is the, only, it's the only thing that took my eyes off Away. of this yeah. movie without just peering into my phone out of disinterest, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it's a, it, it's a pretty off-putting scene and they go ahead and um, they end it right there. He wakes up and he's, he's like, Oh, I had a, no, he didn't say anything. She, she comes out and she's like, Oh, I had a nightmare. He's like, Oh, me too. And she explains her nightmare. And it's like, I forgot my lines to, a, to a play I'm in. And he's like, I think I got you beat. And I'm honestly, I think he does. I think he's got her beat. I think, <laughs> Uh, they, yeah. re- they reenact pieces of it, but yeah, yeah. His his problems. His he has large, real crisis issues going on, and hers are very self absorbed, yeah. which is kind of kind of the the paint the painting that they're or the picture that they're painting. Oh yeah, from like the first time that they walk in the house, it's like she's looking for Wi Fi immediately. She's it is literally a boomer versus millennial kind of argument mm-hmm. in a movie. It's he's like just enjoy the views, be here, be present. She's like I gotta connect to the Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Those two things cannot coexist. Yeah. Nope, not at all. Um, so they go ahead. Uh, they, he wrote down in his journal during the evening as well. Uh, he wrote something down. I can't remember what, but uh, he was freaking out. Um, and in his journal, he looks back and he's like, oh, it's just a dream. But then it says, 
as he flips to the pages, you should leave, go now. Uh, and then it, I think it says you should have left. Or yeah, I mean, you have to have the title of the movie. You should have left it somewhere. Yeah. It, seriously, though, that dream, you know, was a pretty decent clash of his, you know, opposing traumas. You know, his his past life and all the, the legal pursuit afterward versus his fears as a father. Because if you actually freeze frame on his uh, meditation journal, mm-hmm. uh, which is an annoying thing to say, um, a lot <laughs> of it, a lot of it is his self-reflection over his uncertainty as a father. Right. Which which is, you know, I I, I certainly relate. Um, so the dream was kind of an amalgamation of those two things. So I, I liked it. If, if you were if you're really looking for details because you're trying to find bright notes in this movie yeah. they're, they're there subtly but they're there realistic portrayal of dad kind of or close enough to it yeah i agree the the, the relationship between the parents is completely fabricated and garbage but yeah the the, the fears of being a, a bad father i guess i could see that um so it's at this point that uh ella goes outside to play with Susie. uh he hears a, a phone buzz it's her phone but she's also outside on her phone this is where he finds out that she's got two phones she's now a two phones jones and he confronts her <laughs> two, and phones two phones jones <laughs> the scandal uh, scandalous this I, I really again back to like the comedy aspect of this this again was re- a really well written and acted scene between two adults like one finding the other one out that they have actually been cheating and his suspicions and everything. He's like vindicated for being so paranoid and weird about it. Uh, and uh, she even says, I wish you would be mad instead of being this calm. And he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like his reaction to the whole thing after she leaves his immediate reaction, which has always been my immediate reaction when I've gone through a very immense, um, break up and and way back when when i used to date um was uh naturally you do geometry right you take out you take <laughs> out you take that thing out and you just look for those right angles damn it like because there's nothing that makes you feel better than checking your walls to make sure it's structurally sound i've always I'm thought it was one sandwich. of your finest qualities or yeah. or make a sandwich do yeah. you use do you use the protractor <laughs> to, to make to a bear? sandwich yeah you I'm talking about in every aspect. Two two pastimes. You, one, check the walls, check your sandwich. That's It's written down whenever you go to uh, contracting school. Um, so, yeah, they, they find out that the, the wall's weird. It's not really described how it's weird, besides the fact that it's not a right angle, which, by the way, somebody lives in an old house. There are no right angles. There, nothing is square. What? So, are you loose? saying my house is just like this one? Is it bigger on the inside <laughs> than the outside? Hold on, guys. I gotta give you a tape measure. <laughs> no, you need a, you, <laughs> need you need a, a triangle. tape measure. <laughs> yeah. News at eleven: Is your house secretly a portal to hell? How a protractor <laughs> can save you a lot of time. <laughs> I, I think it's such a. <laughs> this was like they they went down to the hardware store and had a sale, and they were like, "Can we can we get some some cool like uh, triangles and and a." Uh, <laughs> And a tape measure? Is it, would that be fun? Is it, should we do that? <laughs> what, what was that? What's that action action news guy's name? Um, action Jack. No, no. What was that? You guys don't know who I'm talking about. Is it Quinones? No, it was the old <laughs> that old white dude. Ah, uh, 
Action it, News it, 6. Mick McGillicuddy. No! Glenn Hurricane Schwartz? No, it's not. That's Glenn. the guy. It's Jim Gardner. Come on, guys. Oh, not. yeah. Philly proud. You don't know who Jim Gardner is? No. Nobody. All right. No. We'll just move past this bit. Go ahead. Poopsie uh, piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so he kicks her out. She leaves. Uh, again, she goes down to the town, I guess. He was like, you're leaving. She's like, okay, cool. So she leaves. Um, he. This is when he actually goes to check out the journal and sees it's all written, whatever. He sees the anomaly with the angle on the floor. Uh, Ellen and Theo get uh, separated because she ends up He's like, go put your jacket on. And she's super excited to put the jacket on. She cuts through the house and is immediately, she's disappeared. Now we know for sure that something weird is happening. <laughs> she was super excited to put the jacket on. <laughs> no kid has ever been that excited about putting a jacket she on. She was really excited. She like kicked the door and was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she literally went away in glee. She was like, okay. Woo-hoo. Jacket time, baby. My time to shine. <laughs> uh, so they, they go through the house, they get separated. Uh, they're each kind of experiencing their own vision in the dream world, kind of figuring out the, the, the sins of the father, if you will. Um, they are reunited and then uh, they, they try to call Susie. They're, they're just very casually just like, call, call, call mom and tries to call mom. Her phone's off or she's out of range, quote unquote. And because they're on the other side. Yes, they're on the other side. Or because she's banging Ooh. that other guy. She's, she's not banging here. He's got, other guys. He's got business trip. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a business trip up in her puss. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Wow, what a scenic location. <laughs> up in the puss? <laughs> yeah, up in the puss, Wales. Oh, yeah, man, the countryside is so town. beautiful. No, uh, so some, something tells me anywhere in the world, Amanda Seifert can go into a bar and with those big praying mantis bug eyes, just attract a mate <laughs> and then gnaw their head that's off possible, afterward. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, by the way, Amanda, if you're listening to the podcast, you're obviously always welcome on the podcast. We, we, we love you. Come and you me. can eat Chris. You can eat Chris. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he calls the shopkeeper because, you know, I, I go through my, my list of ICE contacts and my in case of emergency contacts. And it's, you know, it's my it's my partner, obviously. And then it's, you know, the shopkeeper. And then it's my dad. And then it's my mom. So he calls the shopkeeper, obviously keeping the order going. And they're like, we need a taxi. And he's like, there are no taxis. So uh, to try to find another way. And he's like, no. Um, the conversation's unnecessary. Uh, so they have no way to like escape. So they decide to leave the house and they do, and they go to, they want to go to the town by foot and they start walking and behind them as they walk away is a shadowy figure. They're like, like, it's really far. It's going to be four miles. And I'm like, bro, four miles is not that long. (laughs) It's going to take you like 45 minutes to get there. Chill out. It's like, check out the spooky shadow. That is exactly the shape of Kevin Bacon. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so they, they keep walking. Guess what? They they end up doing a full circle and they end up back at the house. Uh, they end up staying for the night. And uh, Teddy enters the dream world again. And then he, uh, he ends up seeing all of their pasts kind of like um, 
Uh, well, I don't want to ruin that movie, but yeah, he ends up seeing their past and everything else that went on throughout this whole movie. Very, um, it, it was a, I didn't like this. I thought this was a bad choice. <laughs> just what, it's a, what specifically? It's just a bad plot mechanism, I guess, of seeing the past and seeing it again and seeing where he was and him like, uh, are you talking about the flashes of light that are used, uh, you know, like camera flashes? Nope. Uh, the, no, just he him. means like how he was there and he was the one who wrote the you should. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's, like, it's, it's very overdone. Yeah, absolutely. The second act script, because I, I kind of formulate this as like this is part of, you know, essentially act two of the movie, I think has stronger language and performances from both Theo and Ella. Um, it does not excuse that kind of tired premise, that Penrose theme. You know, like the the infinite staircase, which is kind of what this this house is. Um, but 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 it does help because the 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 dialogue you get between them when they're kind of desperate and they realize like they're kind of fucked here. Um, it was good. It was good. I like that. And we're also getting a lot more of Stetler at this point. Can yeah. we talk about him for a second? Can we pause Absolutely. here? It's Stetler time, baby. What is the, what is the point of Stetler? Like the devil is like this truck stop video store clerk, like. What I, I just don't understand between the, the visuals. I understand like he's like an homage to the devil, right? That's that's what they're inferring here. And like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. this is Kevin Bacon coming to pay his penance for, for his past sins. I just don't understand specifically the character of Stetler, why they settled on the word Stetler or the name. Mm-hmm. And I, I, just, I just don't understand him. I, I think I know what they were going for. But like in the execution, everything was strange. Well, you know what? It's because I wrote it that way. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what I think the problem is? I think it's you, Jarvis. I think you're the problem because I think you're, I think you're overthinking it. And I'm way, way overthinking. Too much weight in this movie. The problem is I'm still trying. To I find think, yeah, I think qualities. you're trying to yes. find it. So, you all checked out after the uh, 36 minute and 54 second mark uh-huh. when we received tasteful Amanda Seyfried side boob, yes. is what you're telling me. Yep. Yep. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. So, Jarvis, here, here's my understanding of how the movie works, because I, I, I looked heavily into this to like get the idea of the podcast. So, Stetler starts with an S, much like Satan. Ooh, okay. Oh, my God, we've solved it. That's it. No, that's the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> uh, and I guess it sounds like a, a, I don't know, is it a Welsh thing? Is it the Welsh devil? Is the Welsh devil? Honestly, I kept, I kept thinking I heard Stifler and then just kept thinking of American <laughs> Pie. Like Sean William Scott was just going to show up. Yeah. This is why the Welsh hate us and I hope it never stops. <laughs> okay. So here's what I just found. Stetler is the surname that derives from Middle High German word Stadl. And that means a barn. <laughs> We're all just animals, man. We're all just We're animals, all just animals in a Satan's barn. barn. <laughs> Touching each other in our no-no places when uh-huh. we know we ain't supposed to. You know, you went from a That 70s Show kind of thing and then quickly transitioned into a Southern accent. <laughs> You're like... Man, we're all just animals in a barn down here in southern Louisiana. Is that I can't be typecasted. That book, uh, Animal Farm, is that is that what this is about? God damn. <laughs> I know it. They yeah, they, they meet Stetler. Uh Stetler's like, I'm gonna not give you back your daughter, and he's like, You should. I I'll I'll do it. 
I'll say the bad. I said I did a bad thing. And wait, I found something else. Oh, Statler, slutacious whore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now that could, is something. I didn't know you could do that to the word slut. Turn it into slutacious. <laughs> 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 that was on Urban Dictionary. Thank you very much. Yeah, My wife has a new pet name. <laughs> <laughs> get over here you little stetler uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this um how fun is it though that like only the english could paint the devil's house like up the road as a fun village colloquialism <laughs> like they're all they're all so nonchalant about it they're like oh he's saying not stutler's place <laughs> like oh, yeah, it, he's dead for sure it is very much like tongue-in-cheek like everyone's like stetler's place <laughs> i see <laughs> and and they just that's it. That, there's no like, oh, you shouldn't be there. They just go, oh, Stetler, have you met him? No, I have not met him. Who Who is Stetler? Oh, you'll meet him. I, okay. Uh, yeah, so Stetler, but that's the- Make reaction. sure you measure everything inside that house. <laughs> so like Stetler, that's that's kind of Stetler's thing though. He uh, Kevin Bacon beats him over the head with the, with the crutch and then he turns into Kevin Bacon, which is kind of wild. Um, and then it's just- He's like, you should just tell the truth. And Kevin Bacon's like, yeah, I guess I should give me back my daughter. And that's it. And there's no, there's no other altercation. It just kind of ends. Like the rest of the movie is him going, uh, Susanna comes back. He gives the daughter to her. And then he just goes, no, I I definitely killed her by enacting. I just, I killed my ex-wife by also not helping her get out of the tub, which is a confession and then i guess he stays there for all time and then becomes another picture on the wall the end so wait you found it chris what you're telling me is if paymon was the demon prince king then stetler is the geometry demon yes i Mm. get it now i get it that's exactly right did okay like i i hate to be so referential but when Kevin Bacon becomes Stetler and Kevin Bacon is looking at Kevin Bacon, I know I'm going to ask if anyone else thought this. I know anyone with a normal working brain probably didn't. But did anyone think I need to find Stetler and get him to the Dundies? <laughs> because the real Stetler has been inside you this whole time. <laughs> did you no. like that? I didn't think that. I didn't um, think that, but okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> did Did you like the super deep line of the only thing that mirrors do or show you you? So deep. So deep, bro. So That's meditation deep. journal through and through. <laughs> that reminds me. Have you guys ever seen Phone Booth? Yes. Of course. Yes. That, that reminds me of like the line at the very end. And they're like, if a ringing phone is going off. It has to be answered or something along those lines. And that's like the whole meaning of the line. And I'm and and then he asked the question, doesn't it? And I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's Absolutely what fucking not. voicemail is for. <laughs> Thank you very much. That, that was an end to it. This is pretty much an end to one of the other movies we watched with the ending of, you know? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Wait, man. what was that movie? What was the you that was, know? That was Slenderman. That was that Slenderman. Was Slenderman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I feel like that's no, it. I don't know. I don't know why I sat here this entire time. Sometimes you just have to confess your sins to Stetler demon that's inside you the whole time. You know? 
<laughs> it went very Midwestern there at the end of that. You know what? You know, we're we're a Slenderman podcast now. Oh yeah, you know, don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, before we have any more issues and concerns with this, uh, I'm just gonna. I'm ready to move past this. Anybody else got anything? I do actually. Yeah, I oh, go for it. I do. Thank you for asking. Um, I wanted to take this time, and I'm sure uh, my my other my other co-hosts here would like to take this time to thank you, Kyle, for choosing this investigation discovery lifetime movie hybrid shown on Sci-Fi at 11 a.m. every third Monday. You piece of shit. This was you're, your fault. <laughs> you're welcome. I just you know I just want to know like when was the last time you really looked at yourself in a mirror? <laughs> you know because it always you know, stares back at i don't you. remember <laughs> huh you know you know probably probably this morning honestly yeah oh. i've definitely gone entire mornings where three quarters away through the day I, i'm like i look like this this is i didn't look at myself <laughs> at all today i did i look like this the whole day oh god you know I let me go out like this yeah you know uh yeah so with that i'm gonna go ahead and say uh Dan, you got anything for the somehow for the spoopy meter? Of course, I have a spoopy meter, uh, and I figured this movie's so wacky and zany with their weird angled houses. I thought that Whoa. maybe we would go backwards with our scale here. So, um, ninety degree angles, uh, ninety to zero. Uh, what what angle would you want your house at? Zero being the best, yes. Zero being the best, yeah, because that mm. would be like the wacky movie that you want to watch it. And 90 is just like a plain, you know, boring house. I don't know. But I guess what's the difference between zero and 180? <laughs> a lot. You know what? 180, <laughs> sure. 180 to zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like 90 to zero. Uh, well, all right. This, this movie gets a... <laughs> this movie gets a, a straight up perpendicular 90 degree angle it is the most perfect 90 degree angle i've ever seen it was not scary there was nothing to it this movie was a nothing it just seemed like somebody had some budget to blow and the timing of it couldn't have been worse as far as like what the world needed at the time that it came out and i'm sad that it did uh this this was a bad choice and it did not scare me 90 degrees it's horror light. It's horror light. It's horror light. It is not meant to be a scary movie. It might try. I think, I don't, I don't know. Do directors get together in like big banquet halls and they talk and they like come to the conclusion that like camera flashes are objectively scary. No, they're overused and they don't do anything for scene transitions. And I was not scared at all. 90 degrees rock hard straight up in the air. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, 90 degrees. Actually, I'm not sorry. I couldn't pay attention for a single second of this movie. It was so painful. It's difficult. Yeah. Um, And it was worse because, you know, I was actually watching it on my phone, Jarvis, so I couldn't really just pick up my phone and mess with my phone. Oh, that's misery. It It was misery. (laughs) You're stuck in one of Kevin Bacon's rooms. <laughs> I was. Oh, that's purgatory, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Ninety degree angle. Uh, th- that's time I won't get back. Um, I'm, I'm going to try this. We'll see. We'll see how you got. We'll see if it translates. Um, this movie was looking kind of dumb, 
with a finger and a thumb on mm-hmm. and a shape, shape of an L. Of an oh. L. What's an L make? A 90 degree oh. angle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this movie fucking blew. It sucked. <laughs> That's all I got. This movie fucking blew. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it's, it was just boring. Don't, this is we had a couple recently of of some decent ones that I have to say that were good, and you got to go watch them. And it, this is a hard pass from the from the crew here at Horrible Friends. Please, just just do it. Do a different one. <laughs> do any different one. We've given a lot a number of zeros and a number of like bad ratings for certain movies. And um, this is up there. Unfortunately, this is up there with some of the worst. And it wasn't bad like some of the bad ones we've had. It just is bad. So don't do it. Hey, just Kyle jumping in here. Just want to say uh, if you're looking forward to our next movie, it's going to be Bone Tomahawk. Take a look at Bone Tomahawk and join us on the next episode after the credits. Uh, I want to go ahead and thank uh, Andrew Cavanaugh and Connor McLeod and Travis. Uh, thank you all for assisting with this podcast even though um you honestly at this point with this episode you probably shouldn't but we appreciate it anyway thanks for listening uh tune in let us know in instagram we got gmail we got everything so just look at all the info in our uh podcast description and with that uh chris what do you want to say to all the people in wales thanks for stopping by and having a horrible time